You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 607. 53 errors, but a phone ain't one. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Mac Podcast 607, and guess what? The mighty guy, he be back. He be yeah. back now. He not away on holiday with people. <laughs> I had so much crazy stuff happen to me that weekend. Yeah, c- can I just jump in there? Sure. Before? Sorry to interrupt, but actually, I think I caught your little piece that you put into the show notes last week, because I, hands up, hands up, everyone, head down, here's my wrist. I got I got funny itis when I was writing the show notes, <laughs> and Guy actually got the blame. <laughs> yeah, I know. What What's up with that? One of our listeners actually blamed Guy before asking, "What's with the show notes, mate?" Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Where where was that on Twitter? Yes, yes. And then he came back to me and said, mm, "I've just told Guy off doing really unusual bad." English show notes, and I said, mm, wasn't really Guy's fault, it was my fault. Yeah, he <laughs> anyway. mis- yeah, that was Saranac, and he misspelled my last name too, so ha-ha-ha, <laughs> yeah, ha-ha, anyway. Saranac. Any- anyway, what I was doing was copy and pasting and cutting, because I wanted to get it done as quickly as possible, because it wasn't going to get out otherwise, and I didn't miss, I didn't reread it, so bad on me, bad on me, but well-spotted Saranac. We did get it corrected, so you may not have seen any any problem with the show notes. Also... <laughs> Also, because I wanted to get it out so quick, I didn't listen all the way through. I listened to bits of it, the sections that I thought, yeah, fine, check that, yeah, fine, check that. What I didn't listen to was my soundboard on the Z cars. So what? if anybody knew listening to what? anybody, anybody <laughs> listening to try and get how to get in contact with me wouldn't have heard a thing. So sorry about that. But yeah, anyway, because we get I'd, so much email. And I've got to, yeah, and I've got to say thanks to Carl for stepping in. Yes, uh, I, I like Carl. Carl likes me, and he hates you, so that's cool. Yeah, he does. He does. Monkey that's tennis. That's what he told me. Yeah. Monkey tennis. Yeah. Monkey we, tennis. Now, now we had a bit of a conversation, Carl. If you're listening, and I, I think you probably are, because I know you did tell me you listened. So this is probably the well. How how else, how else can they copy us? <laughs> <laughs> Kaboom! Hits it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yes, something's going to be played this week, and I've not heard it yet, so I'm going to be looking forward to this. Yeah. When it's yeah. played. And, anyway, guy. And, well, we're you, not going to play it right now, but I, I will no, no, say. No, 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 that's fine. No, no, I know you are. Go on. Say. Well, say. I, I was just going to say um, that that it, uh, Carl and Mark Chappell are doing the Essential Apple podcast, which if you liked Mac and forth. And if you liked, uh, e- essential Mac, is that what, cause I actually yes. never heard rampant mumblings and, uh, the essential Mac podcast I, that Mark I heard, to do. Yeah, I heard, I heard, I heard one of them, but I, I didn't, I, I wasn't a regular subscriber because I subscribed to far too many. Podcasts. Yeah, me too. Me too. But I've now, actually got essential Mac in my list now. So I do. I do too. It, it's a great show. It's a lot of fun to listen to. 
Um, anyway, so last weekend, uh, right after we got done doing the podcast, the weekend before that, yes, uh, I, I went upstairs, I'd finished editing the show and I think I'd actually, you know, pushed it out and all that. And my wife is like, well, are you, you know, have you put in for the, the time off for next weekend? And I'm like, what? Huh? What? What? And she's like, it's the weekend before. And I'm talking, this weekend is Memorial day, uh, here yes. in the U S and thank you to all of uh, the veterans from whatever country you're in, unless you're not friendly to the UK or the U S and we say, thank you. Thank, thank you so very much for your service to our countries, unless we don't like you. And then you know what? You get everything anyway. So <laughs> the weekend before U S Memorial day, I don't know where which I was, was going with that. which was last weekend. No, no, that's this weekend here. No, no, no. The weekend before Memorial Day, which was yes. last weekend. The weekend before Memorial Day, it was last this weekend. weekend. No, <laughs> no, no. Last... Memorial, Memorial Day wasn't last weekend, but the weekend before Memorial Day was last weekend. Gaz, you are absolutely right. <laughs> I think I'm wrong in this case. Uh, I don't people know. People are probably listening to this <clears throat> next week, which makes last weekend the weekend before last weekend before Memorial, Memorial Day. Anyway, it was... It'll be Thanksgiving before we figure this out. It was not the last. (laughs) It was sometime in the past. Yes. At at some point. Uh, We always go down to North Carolina where her father is from for like a a, a get together with all of, uh, because my wife's, my wife's father has passed on, but we still go down there at least once a year to, to visit with all the the North Carolina relatives on my wife's side of the family. Cool. I and, was going to say something very inappropriate. No, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, lost my place. So when she told to me that, Carolina. yeah, yeah. She told me that it was like, well, what? I don't remember you telling me that. And as soon as I said that, that little part of my brain that actually remembers things was like, yeah, she, she totally told you that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, okay. And so at the same time, your eyes saw a facial change in her, which also reminded you that she had told you. Yeah. And oddly enough, that, that facial change for some reason always reminds me of rage. So (laughs) that's, that's how that works. So I, I like, as soon as I could, I got a hold of gas and I said, dude, I'm so sorry. I forgot that I wasn't going to be here. The, the weekend before Memorial Day, which was last weekend, and we won't go into that again, because um, this weekend is Memorial Day here in the U.S. So but not this coming weekend, if you're listening to this podcast during the week after the weekend of Memorial Day, which would be the weekend after Memorial Day. Correct. Right. Okay. Glad we're on the same page here. <sighs> anyway, so. We we go down there. Now, every time that we go down to North Carolina, we always try to find something kind of fun to do besides just the reunion. And my wife and I have been married now. It'll be 24 years in August. So all of the stuff that's in that area that's related to the Civil War, we have done over and over and over again. Uh, yes. I, and in fact, even I know that because I remember you telling me about it. On yeah. A couple of yeah. Occasions. <laughs> Well, we had now, uh, four years ago when we had gone down there, we went to this like classic car place and my wife I, bought, bought the 72 Beetle. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So we were going to go there. Was, again. Hang on a minute. Four years ago. Yeah. That was really? four years ago. 
Good grief. Were we podcasting together then? <laughs> yes, we were. Because if we weren't, how did I remember it? <laughs> <sighs> because we have been doing this show for what too seems long. like forever. No, it's like, no, no, kind no, of yeah, like this part of the show has been going yeah. on forever. <laughs> so what we decided that we were going to go to that car place again. Just to, you know, just to look around. Yeah. Yeah. So we drive out there. It's about oh, a half wow. hour away. Oh, no, and it was, this one. It, it was closed. The, the guy who runs it, had you know, he at, wasn't there that weekend. And at that point, you went, phew. No, no. I was like, damn it. Because I, I love looking at old cars. So we had to find something else to do. I was thinking, I was thinking about your wallet, man. Oh, no. I'm, I'm actually actively looking for a, uh, a good, clean Volkswagen Beetle. Okay. Okay. Cool. And I mean, like a '60s, '70s one, not the '05 one that was like the freaking brick around my neck, dragging me down into the depths of the ocean. (laughs) But that's a whole nother thing. Don't don't get me started on on two thousand bugs. Oh, we'll move on then. (laughs) Okay, we'll move on. So we went to uh, we ended up there. There's a place just to the north of there. And they've got like it's it's right near Smithfield, North Carolina. There's like all these antique stores. They they've basically taken the downtown of 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 this little town that had you know completely become deserted because everybody's going to Walmart or something like that now instead of shopping downtown anymore. And they turned like all these places into like uh, antique stores. This is in Selma, North Carolina. And we're walking around and I'm checking out these antique stores and it it was amazing. I was having a blast. And then I I find this antique record store and I saw something I never even knew existed. And for people that are my age and maybe a little bit younger and certainly (laughs) a little bit older, um, there used to be this thing that people used to listen to recordings called reel to reel tapes. Yep. And, the, and they used to make recordings on them as well. Well, what this guy had was vintage original capital recordings of Magical Mystery Tour and Sergeant Peppers on reel-to-reel tapes. Cool. Which I had never seen before. I mean, I'm looking at these things, and I was I was astounded. I was like, I didn't even know that they released you know recordings on reel to reel tapes, but I guess that was like the super high end stuff back in, you know, back in the sixties. So, you know, we had a wonderful time, uh, you know, met with all the relatives and, uh, and monkey tennis, I guess that's, that's basically, that's basically it, but we had a, we had a blast. Excellent. I'm glad you had a a good time. Uh, And and to keep this piece, uh, this section, particularly short, I've just been really busy. <laughs> yeah, I guess we already talked about the other stuff you got here. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. We'll, that. well, well should that. we uh, go on over to the show notes? I think we should go over to the show notes, which we're already in, but probably look at the website articles. Oh, yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, the show notes. Okay. <laughs> now, is this the weekend before or after? Anyway, uh, do you want to take the. <laughs> it's, it's the weekend in the middle of the other two. Oh, so it's right in between. I'll take the first one. Okay. Audio Technica ATH MSR 7NC Sonic uh, High Resolution Headphones with Active Noise Cancellation. Yeah, take a <laughs> breath. Take a breath. <laughs> this is a user review from Nam Jimo Ruski. This is Nam Jimo. 
What's the message? Well, if you always interrupt me, John, just let me finish. Uh, these new headphones add active noise cancellation to an outstanding and award-winning over-ear model from Audio-Technica. The sound is exceptional in the mid-range through the treble, with a tight and accurate bass that supports the primary frequencies above. Comfort, weight and build quality are very good, with decent passive sound isolation when active external sound abatement isn't necessary. Go over and read the full piece from Mr. John Nemoroski. We love you, John. We do, but you know what? That last sentence I understood. Comfort, weight, good, and decent. <laughs> Everything else, psh, right out the window. Next up, the OtterBox Symmetry Series Hybrid Vital Protection iPad Pro Case. This is a review. Oh, God. By uh, Avid D um macklem since yeah the thing about david is and then you have to put an a in front of his name it's like uh, 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 uh. (laughs) well i could have gone that way but you know i always try to do something different (laughs) since the original ipad pro is so large david has been using a portfolio style case similar to the a laptop case to lug around his personal device after reviewing this auto, what? What did I screw up? No, you didn't screw up. I just found it funny. Oh, okay. After reviewing, he, tra- he, he transports around his personal device. That's just made me laugh. I, I oh. shouldn't go there. Okay. Well, I mean, I always have my personal device on me. <laughs> Sorry, Hi there, David. This, we are this, ruining this. <laughs> this here's my personal device. Oh, wait. <laughs> Here, here, here's my, here's my personal device. <laughs> okay. After reviewing this OtterBox case, he may change his mind. This new OtterBox Symmetry Series Hybrid Vital Protection iPad Pro case offers. Very good front, back, and side protection to the full-size 12.9-inch iPad Pro. (laughs) It is still slim and reasonably light in weight. Let's take a closer look at what this case is all about. Go on over to the website (laughs) and make sure you read it. And don't tell Bob, or Bob, don't tell David that we did this. Okay, your turn. Sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> okay. for Apple Watch. This is a review by Wob Bud. See, I just jumped Wob Bud. Yes. Messages. Thanks. We don't need no stinking messages. Jeez. Oh, dear. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm serious, okay. Serious face. The mm. new Apple Watch will be going on your next trip, be it business or pleasure. You will need to take along an extra band or two and the charger and perhaps even a small USB battery pack to keep the watch and phone topped off with charge power. The time porter for Apple Watch can do all that and more. Go over and read Bob's review on the time porter for Apple Watch. An extra band. Yeah, well, they could be tight around your wrist, couldn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's what I was thinking about, a wrist. 
<laughs> Next up is the Kuro Kuro Dop Kit. This is a review by Bert Clanchard. This is Bert Clanchard, and I approve this message. Excellent, excellent. A quality dop kit. I have never heard this called a dop kit before. But well, just uh, okay, quintessential. Uh, yeah, it, quintessential. It's, it's the quintessential manly accessory. It is an object that separates oh, uh, men's shaving kits from women's cosmetic cases. The Curo Top Kit is roomy enough for shaving gear, toothbrush, toothpaste, deodorant, some hair and skin products, and a few other essentials without excessive bulkiness. The interior lining is a bright golden jacquard fabric. Small objects are easy to find. There are two interior pockets along each side. That's right. I said pockets. If you travel with a couple of bulkier items, such as an electric toothbrush or a hairbrush, don't worry. They'll fit. If you are considering the perfect Father's Day gift for a deserving man or yourself, look no further than a Waterfield Curo Dop Kit. Go on over to the website and read it without this silly voice. Kensington Expert Mouse Wireless Trackball. This is a review by Psy Girl. First off, a confession. All right, hang on a minute. Let's get this confession. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I just do that. <laughs> <laughs> Guy hates Apple mice i do they have come in all shapes and sizes over the years and they give you one for free with almost except the mac many every desktop computer they sell he looks at them with contempt he knows they are those misguided people that like love or endure them like me but they end up in a dusty drawer that he views with loathing each time he thinks about them yeah, that, that's a little dark i guess so what does he use instead? Balls. I mean, trackballs. <laughs> Ooh, wait. <laughs> Ooh, trackballs. He, prefer, he, he prefers the precision, precision, precision of them. And, yeah, all right, all right, all right, chill out. Oh, I like this. You'll like, the, you'll like this next sentence. Go ahead. And the fact that he doesn't have to jerk his hand <laughs> over his workspace each time he needs to use <laughs> He typically he typically <laughs> jerks his hand with smaller mice, but not with the Logitech M five seventy. I'll say that again in case people missed it. The Logitech M five seventy for his day to day use. But there are some things that it just isn't capable of. Enter Kensington's expert mouse wireless trackball, which is like a trackball on steroids. <laughs> a really big trackball. On steroids, in fact. Go over and read, <clears throat> without cracking up in the silly, <laughs> boyish attitude that we currently seem to have, oh, um, Mr. Guy Searle's review of the Kensington Expert Mouse Wireless Travel. Ah, we are in a very silly mood this evening. We are. I just don't know what's happening. <laughs> Next up is MyMac.com Spotlight. Peter Borg by Tim. <laughs> Robertson. Every week here at MyMac.com, we will spotlight a company, developer, or person by asking them to answer seven questions. This week, Tim. 
Turns you did you added that in. I did, I did. Turns you were his trying attention. to catch me out, you? I, No, you were you were right there. He turns his attention, you know, that's Tim, to <laughs> Peter, Peter Borg from Peterborg Apps. Cool. Um it's quite apt. Do you see what I did there? It's quite apt. Yes, apt. They, talk to, they often actually have people in from software companies because of, you know, the poor searching and the way there's been a bit of response about anti-app store um, attitude at the moment. And I think that's building a little bit. Anyway, we might talk about that in the show or later today. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> now, mymac.com spotlight. Oh, you just done that one. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm paying attention, can't you? Okay, this is a Nemo memo by Mr. Non-Gimorowski. <laughs> Comparison of Creative's iRaw mic and Sound Blaster Raw Pro plus the original Sound Blaster Raw. Go over and see what Nemo's Nemo. This is Nam Gimo. What's the message? I forgot to play that. See, I wasn't ready. No. Okay. Never. (laughs) Last up for the week, I swear to God. Tech fan number 256. I just listened to this one. Bad graphics by Tim Robertson. Owen Rubin. Oh, God. Owen Rubin joins Tim Robertson for a long and lively discussion on classic Macs, arcades, Hewlett Packard, Freedom of the Press, Peter Thiel, and Gawker. Oh, excuse me. Magic Eraser, (laughs) PS4. Oh, God. And much, much more... This episode is sponsored by MacSales.com. <laughs> Can you get away with that? Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and oh, I, I am kidding. I actually you know, see. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> yeah, you betcha. You betcha. <laughs> so go on over to uh, iTunes and download Tech Fan Number Two Hundred and Fifty Six. This was this was a great show, and. And thank you to MaxSales.com, Otherworld Computing, for sponsoring a show other than ours. <laughs> if you would like to write for the MyMac.com podcast, uh, MyMac.com website, website, yes. contact Tim. Oh, hang on a minute. I'm on a different page. <laughs> That's not fair. Because <laughs> you uh, contact Tim. No. <laughs> You're right. You're right. It should have been John Nemo. Nemo at. I screwed up. Yeah, I did. I did. Nemo at my Mac. I don't know why I said why I said that person's name. Who's that? Uh, Tim. (laughs) I was ready then. Yeah, I know. I know. So, so very, very sorry. Uh, Contact John Nemo. Send him a sample of how you write. And let's get you writing for the mighty, mighty MyMac.com website. I almost have podcasts, but I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. We are getting it, Steve. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Holy crap, Steve. We're going to pay for this. Anyway, um, I'm going to get us out of here, Gaz, because this section is going really long. Really? <laughs> it is. It is. Everyone, yeah. please stand by. Just stand so by. Back. No, we're not back yet. <laughs> Just hold your horses, Steve. Holy crap. You, know, you think the guy owned a company or something. Well, he doesn't anymore. Yeah. 
Why so serious? Oh, and you too. You too. That's what I say. Both of you guys. Knock it off. This is our show. Stand by to stand by. And yes, sir. Right away, sir. And Guy and Gaz and uh, apparently various other people. We'll be right back. But don't you say that it's my fault when we cry? Do we know when it all began? I'll never have the answer. Let me breathe. Hey, man. Were you listening to Tim and David on the Tech Fan Podcast, man? Yeah, man. I heard about him in the lockup, man. It's on techfanpodcast.com, man. Oh, yeah, and it's on the Stoplight Network, too, man. That's really far out, man. I didn't even know you were into that stuff, man. Yeah, I'm, like, really a geek, man. I've raised my awareness just from being on their site, man. Well, that's heavy, man. What was the website again? It's techfanpodcast.com, man. And don't forget about the Stoplight Network. This is John F. Braun from the Mac Geek App Podcast, and there's no terminal command known to stop Guy and Gaz from making podcasts, but there should be. And we're back. <laughs> oh, 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 you. You. All right. Well, we'll just. No we'll, computer is required. Well, it kind of is. We're going to go. We're going to keep going. Oh, blimey. We, we have now already started. And we're going to start this segment not that differently from the way we ended the last segment. Yeah, but no smut on this show. No, 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 not, not at all. Though, if if you're not a fan of that, do not listen to the after show this week because there's all kinds of silliness going on there. Uh, what I kind of wanted to talk about this week and get your opinion on, Gaz, uh, I, I'd read an article. You want people to get an opinion on me? Is that what you just said? That's no, like- I wanted your opinion. Oh right, blimey! Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I don't. On on the Error Fifty Three saga that just won't go away. Uh, uh, for people, remind me, remind me what the <laughs> Error Fifty Three saga is, because that might help people listening who have also forgotten, as have I, what it was all about. Ah, well, the, the, it's a good thing I've got them written here in the show notes. <laughs> Damn, I thought I was, was going to. No, that, that was good. That was good. Uh, Error Fifty Three. According to Apple, this was a security feature. This is what they they claimed it was designed to prevent iOS devices with a Touch ID sensor from being compromised. With a the, touch. I'm sorry? With a touch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with a... Oh, uh, let's see. Let's get right over here. See, you're always doing that to me, so I'm I know, just going to do it to you. <laughs> I don't blame you one bit. With, you, you've probably got more options when I do it because I make too many. Anyway, sorry, go on. Yeah, with a touch sensor. Yeah, where they on. touch with a touch sensor uh, from being compromised in the event someone has replaced it to get at what Apple calls their security enclave. Now, the security enclave is what actually holds a lot of uh, the, the, the personal information, including your fingerprint. Uh, on the Apple device because your fingerprint is actually not stored by Apple. So your fingerprint is actually stored in the device, or at least the, the, the biometric parts of it that are required to identify you as you. And uh, if your fingerprint matches up with what the device has in its little database using the security enclave, it then in turn says, okay, you are who you say you are, and I'm going to open up this device to do whatever it is that you used to have to you know, 
punch in a, a password all the time. Right. Okay. Now to have it set up in such a way that, you know, the security enclave that it, it can't be compromised or makes it much more difficult to be compromised. Uh, Apple claims that if you replace the touch sensor with a touch sensor that I guess has not been uh, either blessed by Apple or something along those lines, uh, you get an error 53 message after an update. And that is a important distinction. Uh, and, and that'll come up as, as we talk about this a little bit, a little bit more. Uh, however, it was also happening according to some reports after a screen was replaced as well. Well, once this started to happen, uh, a lot of the people who hit this era 53 filed a class action lawsuit that, uh, Apple did a couple things. They, um, they reimbursed some people for, uh, repairs that Apple claimed they had to make and, uh, you know, posted some information on their website to, to tell people, you know, to, to talk to the people that were affected by it. But some of the people that were involved in the class action lawsuit claimed that it wasn't good enough as the notice was buried deep in the bowels of Apple's website. Now I understand the security enclave thing and, and as to why, because this biometric information or, you know, whatever information you use to identify yourself as you being kept on the device, uh, why there would be an error that comes up if it, if it has a, a new sensor put in that isn't necessarily blessed by Apple. But in my mind, that error should come up immediately after the sensor was replaced, not when the next time that you did an update. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's that's kind of what was happening. And the other thing that Apple seems to not understand is that not everyone has access close by to an Apple store or to an authorized Apple repair shop or can afford to be without, say, their phone for however long it takes to ship it to Apple to be repaired and then to ship back. So, you know, these were, these were definite screw ups on, uh, Apple's part. And I, you know, it just seems like this seems to be happening a lot lately. So uh, I kind of wanted, number one, I wanted to get your opinion on the whole error 53 thing. Uh, do you feel that this was done intentionally by Apple to, to get money for repairs and things like that? Does that no. make any sense to you? No. Can you say why? I think it, it, I, I is this still going on? Because I thought this had been fixed. What I thought the situation had been was that they understood that this error fifty three had been part of the process, but the error that was popping up, the error fifty three, was uh, the wrong message, and that they were going to. I, as I understood it, they were actually going to change that message because it was still an appropriate process for them to go through because they wanted to make sure that your phone was secure. But the, the, the message, which was the error 53 was really the biggest you're being dumb here, Apple, because what does that mean? Um, now the fact that it's happening on certain occasions 
I, I, Apple don't need any more Apple. Uh, Apple, <laughs> Apple don't need any more money, guy. They, That's they true. you know, and to do this, they, if that had happened, it would, it would come out in the open. It would be found out and it would come out in the open. Um, I, I think they've just not thought through the security process because what they've got to be careful of is the convenience over security piece. Because if they, cheese too many people off although people want the security people also want convenience and a lot of people don't understand that very often you've got to give away convenience for security or the other way around or the other way around so you know that i don't think this is a um an action by apple to do what you said i don't think it's to try and raise money i think it's just not really been thought through um maybe they should have thought of a way that you could authorize the actual Rem- yeah, remotely yourself so that you could say i am authorizing this person to change this device anything outside that i am relinquishing any responsibility uh, of you, Apple, for you know anything I might try and push back to you. If they, if I am allowing somebody to get into my device and change this, basically, hands up, I'm giving over my security to them because you know you've got to trust them, of course. Now, if you do, and you're probably doing exactly that and giving it to somebody who is completely trustworthy, like many people are in this world. Not everybody's trying to screw you over. Um, but I can understand Apple then saying this is almost a defense mechanism for them because if then something happens, um, someone might then go back to Apple and say, oh, Apple, it's you, your fault. You know, you told me this phone was secure. And, and then they've got to refer back and say, hang on a minute, you changed this. You authorized it. Yeah. Um, I think a, a better way to have handled it would have been because, I mean, I, I can't think of anyone that has just a phone or anyone that has just a tablet, you know, chances are somewhere else in their life, they have a separate computer. Well, they're, 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 surely they'll have access to the internet. If yeah. you're going down the, the route of some sort of authorization. Right. So you sign in on a different device, say to your uh, Apple account, in which case you can then authorize whatever changes were made to your phone through this through through your regular oh, right. Apple account. I, I get you I, I get you so what you're saying is you get a secondary form of of yeah. affirm, affirmation yeah but you see the problem yeah and then basically you're signing away your rights to any security because obviously apple don't know what's happened to your device so the, but what they could then do is say we are happy for you to actually come in and we'll do a complete you know, check of your phone because I'm sure they've got a process where they could check oh, yeah. the phone. Um, well, I mean, all they and- have to do is probably just plug it into uh, some, you know, they have diagnostic computers at each one of the Apple stores that yeah. they can just because, plug because, in and go through because all if, the different processes. Because if, if you've got a problem and you need to get it fixed and then you get that message, does that message come up? after you've got your phone back or after the next update, which may happen. The next update. So you could be completely caught out. So what what they've got to do is have a process where actually it, it, it either comes up, you know, they get a warning message that you, you know, you will, your phone will be disabled. 
Because, they, yeah, they've not handled this process very well at all. They've not thought it through. And that's the problem with Apple. Sometimes they don't think about the situation where someone may suddenly need their phone. So if someone's abroad... Or, or, or get it weeks, repaired. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, they get it. But if they get it repaired and then they're abroad for three three weeks, but they've got easy access to Wi-Fi. Oh, new Apple update. Forgotten I've just done that. Um, fix on my phone two weeks, three weeks ago. Yeah, then uh, you're you know, oh, I'm going to do an update. Boom, update, bang, and you're knackered. And you're not near a process to be able to update it because Apple's got to do it. Then, you know, they're not thinking that through. And they've, yeah. they've got to give a warning rather than, you know, they, they must know. They must know that there must be a process which they could do that. So I think it's just sometimes Apple, I think, do forget that users haven't always got, you know, not always near an Apple store or they're not always at home where you would have access to other pieces of equipment which then they that you can authorize you it. Because guess what, Apple? People's lives are on this phone. And that means they run their lives on the phone. And if all of a sudden it's not usable, that causes a problem. And if it's cause, if it's a problem, uh, you've stopped it being usable because of a process which you could put, you know, a better procedure in. Then let's think it through. Yeah, which kind of leads into the the last thing that I wanted to talk about in this section. Uh, do you think that Apple is so focused on uh, new sales and new territories to bring their devices in? that other parts of the company are starting to fall behind. And by this, I'm talking things like uh, the, the software division with their, with their cloud versions of the former iLife suite, which how, I mean, how long was, was pages, numbers and keynote in beta in iCloud. Um, the iPhoto to photos issues, which is still kind of ongoing for some people. The, the, the absolute insanity that people went through when uh final cut X came out and also when, when a, a program that, that a lot of people built their entire photo libraries around aperture when that was canceled. And naturally, of course, iTunes being the problem child that it has been for probably 10 years or more. Let's leave iTunes out of this because I think we all know that iTunes it's, is, is bad. Bad know, iTunes, yeah. bad, it, bad. It, well, it, it, though honestly, you know, have you played? Have you are have you updated yeah. to twelve four? Yes, iTunes? I have. Yes, I have. And I, I mean, I I don't like iTunes as much as I used to. I used to be always in it. Now I'm not in it as much. Now that's that's when I'm on my Mac. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a bad thing for Apple because they're going to be missing sales because I used to go in there to do other bits and I'd always have a look at music or films or TV programs or audio books, but I don't now. I With a lot don't. of them cheaper in the UK right now, but, he well, said bitterly. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Remember last week, folks. Yeah. Um, now, the, the thing is, but, I think... But before before, sounds, before but we get how, off that, before we get off that, uh, what do you think of the 12.4 update as compared to the way it was so, before? So far, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's as... as I, I think it's better. I, I do. I think there's an improvement with it. I think. There's okay. An improvement. So we, we won't talk about iTunes anymore. No. We'll go on to the other things that I was talking about. I photo to photos issues. I, I'm surprised you said they're still ongoing because I think a lot of them have gone away. Well, they're still um, functioning. Like I was just listening to uh, when I was listening to Tech Fan, for example, 
when you're taught, when people have spent a lot of time tagging their photos and creating events for those photos, you know, all the stuff that you used to do in iPhoto, well, Apple took a lot of that functionality away and it didn't really matter how you had your photos tagged. They were saying, oh, you want to do it by date. And that was the end of it. Well, I've got all of my events still in photos. They're well, all still there. It's what does what it doesn't do is recreate those events. It doesn't now create those. Now I never used I never used events in the way that it was utilized in iPhoto anyway, because I basically created certain categories which I deemed to be events. Um sorry, categories in the events process and then basically dumped photos into it so i kind of used it in a cheaty sort of way but it 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 gives me exactly the the you know i've still got that same process in photos i i like photos i never liked it when it first came out i'm beginning to like it more and more i think the better issue from my perspective was the lack which it isn't there now because they've now given the capability back was the lack of being able to tag photos with a location but that is back there was a problem with the inability to be able to um uh, name multiple files easily and title them easily that is back so now, when, when, you, the, when you I talked think, about yeah, locations... Can I, can, I just, can I just finish? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. So, so the, the point I'm trying to make here is, or where I'm going with this, is I think there are timescales, which some of these guys are on, and Apple has the big picture. That's when we've got to hit the time. That's when it's got to be delivered. You deliver it as much as you can. So they want to make it right, and if they have to miss out features, that's what they do. Now... At first pass, that's bad. That is because bad. because when we change over, we think, oh, that's really awful. However, however, guy, we're the people that change over, and we're the ones that always push the previous app to its limits, and we expect all of that functionality in the next app straight away. And perhaps if we didn't expect that, Apple wouldn't get so much. Um, from us when this happened. Now, that's not a good thing because, you know, it, it it means that we're going to be more accepting of a lower model when it first comes out and we want that model to be improved as they go along. Is that down to the fact that they're focusing on new sales rather than... Uh, no, I don't think it is. I think it's just uh, Apple's life, the way they've always been. They bring out an app and it gets better and better and better. They improve it to a, a certain point. And I think they've especially over the last three four five years that's what they've been doing with the likes of you know uh, final cut pro etc um you know a lot of people now rave about iMovie and you know some people still don't like it but a lot of people I still said, don't like it a lot of people also say that they do like it and joe blogs on the street love it and they've got a great deal of extra functionality out of it so i, I don't think it is going for the straight just for the the extra sales because they don't care too much about the sales of this particular product range. What they care about is the iPhone and getting sales on that. Now, if you've got a sales team, if you were saying to me they're taking money away and resources away from those departments and moving that resource into a sales environment, for example, then yes, that would be bad. But I don't think that's what's happening. 
I don't know. It just seems like Apple has so many different little pies that they're, you know, baking that they've spread out. Maybe they've spread out that their talent too thin that, you know, they're not taking the time, you know, you know, part of this is, is like you were saying earlier, a lot of this is, is our fault when, and by our, I mean, uh, podcasters and bloggers and people that spend a lot of time going over the, the minutia of what Apple does. Yeah. Yeah, but not only that, they're not, don't go over the, not only going over the minutia, it's people who want the next greatest thing and jump on board to the next release of something, whether it be better, greater or not. Because remember, iPhoto is still about. Yes. You can yeah. still use iPhoto. Well, let's you can still use that. Aperture. So just let's, let's not kill them off. If they'd killed it, if you want to liken it to something, Guy... I recently now El Capitan's giving me a few issues. I'm getting a few more beach balls than perhaps I should do, especially on this Mac, which is high end Mac. Okay, um, and that that frustrates me a little bit. So perhaps they need to clean up on that a little bit. Now, I updated the PC that we've got here for the uh, Referee Society from eight to ten. That's a good update. Boy, was it a bag of hurt doing that? Oh, update. really? It was a complete bag of. It took almost two days oh to do God, it. Really? Finally, yeah, it was a n- complete nightmare. So I'm going to step back and say, yeah, okay, I'm going to give you a bit of slack here, Apple. There are things you need to do better. There are things that we feel we'd like you to concentrate on because you seem to have gone away from it a bit. But actually, keep on these rails. Keep on these rails. Tighten the rails up a little bit, and let's get that train going faster because. I don't want you widening the rails because I'm not going to start comparing you to some of the other software manufacturers, especially Microsoft, because every update that I've ever done, I've never had an issue with. And the majority of people, yes, you get instances where it has a problem, but the majority, the vast majority of updates are slick, easy, and they work. And to, to, to take almost two days and not be obvious and the cheating that uh, that Microsoft did to get you to update to ten as well, which they've now reverted. Yeah, back. I'm sure. Lots of people in the tech, you know, industry will have heard it, and we'll perhaps talk about that briefly because we're going to have a really long podcast this week. Otherwise, we'll yeah. just talk about it weekly next week, um, uh, briefly next week. Um, I, so I'm going to give Apple the slack here. They're still right. coming out with great products. They're still coming out with great software. They need to tighten their rein a little bit. They need to think about the end user a little bit more. But I'm not going to say that they are concentrating on sales and failing in other areas because of that. Okay. Well then let me ask you one more thing and then, and then we'll end this segment. Okay. Uh, do you think that part of the problem, and this goes back to the expectations of podcasters and bloggers that, that concentrate a lot on Apple to have, uh, not necessarily a new phone every year, you know, I, let's leave the hardware out of it but to have a new version of iOS every year and to have a new version of OS 10 every year and to have new versions of, uh, I, of various iCloud services and all that, because we've kind of, and this is Apple's fault partly as well. We've become conditioned to expect a new version of OS 10 sometime between August and October. We've become um, I, conditioned I, I think, to expect I, a new version of iOS 
when a new phone comes out. So, you know, that is partially on Apple, but it's also partially on us because as these, as these self created deadlines start to come up each year, we start salivating going, Ooh, 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 this is it. Here it comes. Here it comes. I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think, I think that is where the sales bit kicks in because they've got to make money by selling the phone because that's where they make their money. Sure. Uh, they've, got, they've got to make money because of investors. However, however they are one company that's trying to reinvest in itself. So it doesn't have quite so much reliance on that side, but you know, that, Companies Apple size, they, they, that's never going to happen. That's ne- never going to disappear completely. Um, and I, yes, I agree with you. I think the the cycle that they've got into is their own worst enemy. Uh, that cycle is through competition, which is a good thing. However, the bad thing is it's become automatic and it's then become expectant. And then when it doesn't completely wow everybody, it's not as great and a wonderful a an update as a perhaps it could have been if they'd perhaps taken a little bit longer and perhaps thought about um, coming up with a slight difference on the device. So from that perspective, I might agree with the fact that they could be focused on new sales and not delivering what they need to deliver. But that partially comes from the fact that there's competition out there, and competition always pushes another company on. So it's it's a real difficult one, and I think our pe- people's expectations has got to lower slightly, and I think they've got to they've got to get out of the cycle somehow. But I don't know how they do that. Yeah, without having this the stock take yet another hit and blah blah blah. You know, we're not going to go into financials this week. Um, if if anyone who's listening to this podcast has an opinion on the things that we've talked about, we would love to hear from you in all of the various ways that you can contact the G men. And uh, we'll, we'll go over some, we'll go over that stuff in the next segment. Yeah. So um, Gaz, do you want to get us out of this? I will get us out. I'm going to be deadly serious. Everybody stand by to stand by and we'll be right back. Okay. That's it. Okay. Now, go home. <laughs> oh, no, no, don't go home. Wait. <laughs> don't go home. <laughs> Hello, people. My name is Peter Bird, and I am the host of the Deep Look podcast. The idea behind the show is that we talk to our guests and we learn more about them, the subjects, the people, the things that shape their lives or the things they're interested in or the things they would possibly want to know more about. Basically, we just like to look a little deeper and see what's there and to learn. If that appeals to you or you like that idea or if even if you have a guest that you think we should try and speak to, then come on by and give us a go. We are part of the Stoplight Network. G Mental Men on the MyMac Podcast. And welcome everyone to the last section of the MyMac.com podcast where, where Gaz and I get serious. Oh, we get so serious. So I'm, I'm totally and utterly agreeing with you. Ah, so then you're 
nodding my head. Hit it. Gaz's tips. Mostly. Gaz's tips. Mostly. Gaz's tips. It's time for Gaz's tip. You you know I have to have nod your head before I can I can hit that. I don't know yeah. why. I I I don't know why either. Because I'm a very silly man. Really kind of weird, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Um, guy, have you ever noticed um, when you go into your pictures folder on your Mac uh, that you can actually have an extra item on the top bar? You know, when you actually click, you've got name, date modified, size, kind, all that sort of stuff, and you can click on those and, <laughs> excuse me, change the order of the file that you've got below it? Yes. Well, did you know when you go into the pictures uh, option that it comes up with a new attribute which you can put up there, which is called dimensions? No, I did not know that. And I, I didn't know that either until I was actually trying to search one of my folders with exactly that. I needed to know the size of my pictures. I wanted to search on uh, a specific size of the particular picture I was looking for so I could filter it out and try and find it. Uh and you can't actually, um, you don't actually find that unless it's in the folder, which is specifically called pictures. So if you change the name of a folder in which you've got lots of pictures, because if you're storing your pictures somewhere else, you may not have called them pictures. If you actually rename the folder pictures, the dim- dimensions option actually appears as if by magic. Okay. That is magic. That is magic. Now, what's interesting is that um, if you go Command F, have you ever done Command F while you're in Finder? It comes up with a special search option in which you can put lots of different search criteria in, and it then comes up with a sequence of different items which you can uh, that you can look for which are normally related to the folder that you're in. Well, there is another option that's at the bottom, which is called Other. And guess what? In there, you can actually find lots of different types of... um, Holy crap! Lots of different attributes, which you can then use to create your special search. You know, kind is picture... um, uh, XF version, uh, exposure time, all that sort of stuff. This isn't just for pictures. You can use it for obviously any sorts of things. Yeah, so there's, there's like, there's like, there's like, oh my God, there's like <laughs> probably over a hundred options here. So there's lots of different options. So it was less about the option that if you change your folder name to pictures, you can get dimension as that little option at the top. More that when you go into Command F in your finder, when you're looking for something, you can then create a search style which may well suit exactly what you're trying to do and save that search as well. So that's my tip. That is a cool tip. I agree with it. Nod your head. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. Because here on the MyMac.com podcast, we want you to learn three new things each and every... No, that's somebody else's show. <laughs> yes, somebody else's show. That's somebody else's show. Did, did, did you hear my ending to the Gaz's Tip, Nick no. Hall, um, last week? Um, I did, but I don't remember it.
Well, because I didn't have the actual soundbite, I went, Oh, that's right. <laughs> okay, now I remember it. And it's met, there was another time when you did that, too. There was like some other sound effect that I had uh, that yes, you don't. I can't, I, can't, I can't remember what it was, but yeah, I did, but it, it, yeah, I did it, yeah. it cracked me up as soon as I heard it. Uh, cool. do you, I know that you have an app pick because we went over it in great detail. Just yes, liver, we... liver, face, liver face filters. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm currently looking at a very angry bird. Ooh. And it's Wait, isn't, isn't, that a, isn't that also a, a UK name for a girl? <laughs> angry bird, mate. Yeah, it's um, an angry and, bird. And this angry bird, its beak is moving in time with my my mouth as I speak. It's closing its eyes if I close my eyes. It's doing all sorts of actions. It head rolls about and its little feather on the top of its head wobbles because I'm looking at my phone. But I'm looking at a particular app on my phone called Live Face Filters or MSQRD, which is free on the iPhone. It records a video of your silly face. It records the sound. You can send that out to people. It's it's just, I love it. I love it. I just think it's good. It, I saw it actually on the show and I'm now looking at my face. In fact, somewhere in here, I think, you know, the why so serious? Yeah. He's on there. Oh, I'm, is he? I'm, I'm actually looking at the Joker. Why so serious? Oh, they don't. Uh, they don't have it here in like the little previews for it because I'm looking. I'm looking at the uh, the App Store online App Store uh, image images for it. They don't show that, and I wish they did. I'm I'm going to get this just for that reason. I especially like the one yeah. of, of the girl with the long hair and like the big Japanese style eyes. <laughs> so scary. Well, now look. I'm now looking at a fox. Yeah, it's uh, you can put. It looks like you can put two a faces into face. view as well. It's it's cracking. It's 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 just a fun little app. It's free and it's great. Just go for it. Just go for it. That looks. I right. actually I'm saw get it on that. TV. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually saw it on TV. We've got a show over here that, uh, called Mike in, Michael McIntyre's Big Show, and he does something. He gets celebrities to give them his their phone, and he sends out a text to everybody on the phone and then waits for the responses to come in. Now, they promise that they haven't told anybody that he's going to do this, um, because what he used to do was just go into the audience and send, you know, people from, uh, you know, like you and I, he'd grab their phone and send it to all on their phone. Oh, and man. it can have some, it, it, some of the things he sends out. And, anyway, what he also does is he has a look around the phone that they've got and see what other apps they've got. And he, he opened this particular app on this particular um, celebrity's phone. And I just saw it and thought, that's great. So I had to get it. And I thought I'd have it as my pick. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get that too. Uh, my app cool. pick this week, uh, I am a big fan of uh, video editors. I have a bunch of them. You, you are. You I are am. a big fan. Uh, what I don't have is uh final cut pro 10 and it wasn't i guess it was sometime last year when uh, i was when i was switching over computers that i finally took off uh final cut pro 7 which was the last version that apple released before releasing the, the the x version or version 10 and ever since then i have been looking for a non-linear video editor that also gives me, you know, keyframes and all that stuff that I like to do. 
and I was really, really tempted to go and get uh, Adobe's Premiere Elements, but I have had such horrible luck with older versions. I mean, basically, they come out with a new version. You get an update to the old version, and the old version stops working. And, you know, the conspiracy theory person in me is like, huh, that's an amazing coincidence. But, you know, it, it's basically what it's done is made me stay away from those products from Adobe. Well, what I found was this program called Lightworks, and it's from a company called EditShare. This is a nearly fully featured nonlinear video editor. And uh, does it have pretty much all the stuff that most people, you know, and I'm talking about non-pros, would use in a video editor? Yes. Uh, is the cost right? It's free? Yes. Does it have a completely quirky interface that will drive you insane until you wrap yourself around it? Yes. Um, there are some similarities to Final Cut Pro. And I, you know, how they are able to release this for free, I, I'm not really sure. Uh, now, as compared to Final Cut Pro, I, now, now part of it as well is they do have a pro version of this app. And you don't get all of the features that the, obviously that the pro version has. And they, they hold back on, on some of that stuff like user for what, and it's kind of weird. The ones that they choose user defined project locations. You can't define where your stuff is going to go if you're using the free version. And that kind of makes me go, uh, why, you know, why that, uh, you can't share a project with somebody else that also has this software, which if you're not a pro, you don't care about anyway. Uh, you also don't get the advanced hardware support. There's some specialized keyboards and other control interfaces that will work with this program. Uh, but if you can afford that stuff, you can probably get the pro version of it as well. And the pro version also includes some pretty cool Boris FX stuff. And lastly, it will only export to MPEG-4. Now, obviously, all of this is to naturally entice you to their, and I hate this, subscription-based pro version. So if you get the pro version, you have to pay for it every single year. And I, I despise this trend in software, but however, if you can work your way around some of the quirks of this program, it really is amazing. All the stuff that you can do with it. And you know, frankly, the price is right. So if you try it, you don't like it, just throw it away. Who cares? And it's Lightworks by uh, edit share. And there'll be, of course, there'll be a link in the show notes to get to it. Cool. Yeah. Now, we have a people's pick this week. Whoa. I know. I know. And unfortunately, because it's a people's pick, that means we don't have anything in the Google G Plus section to talk about because this was this was all we had. And this was from uh, Alistair Jenks. And he says that if you want to measure how big something is on your Mac screen in pixels, press Command Shift Four to start a partial screen capture. The mouse pointer turns into a crosshair and shows its current screen location. Move to one corner of the part of the screen you want to measure, then drag to the opposite corner, and the pointer will show you the dimensions of that box in pixels. If you start, if your start position is a little off, hold down the space bar while continuing to drag to move the first corner. That's kind of cool. To cancel, yeah. press escape before letting go of the drag, 
or just let go of the drag to capture a PNG image of that area. And then, of course, if you have a PNG image, you can open that up in preview, and that will also tell you in pixels whatever the dimension is. So uh, thanks, Alistair. We really appreciate that. Yeah, I didn't realize that that was actually giving you the um, the size. That's cracking. In fact, I like the escape app because I use the command shift four uh, option all the time, and I didn't uh, realize that the escape then just stopped it. I'd just release it and then have another ping that I'd have to delete. So, yeah, cool. Great. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Okay. Um, Facebook. 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 Uh, Facebook. Facebook feedbooks. We're still on 169. We, we were up to 170. I know it dropped last week and I mentioned it. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> but but we spoke about Nick Hall last week saying, yeah. you know, Carl, I mean, we've mentioned it a few times and Carl said that how great he is. And we then wondered whether Nick Hall actually listens. Well, <laughs> guess what? Nick Hall liked last week's oh, show cool. on Facebook. So yay, Nick Hall. We love you, man. We, we do. You. And thank you so very, very much for, especially, the, I mean, that Gaz's tip song. How long have we been using that now? Five years? Years. years. I don't know how long. Yeah. Years. And and we love to give you. That, I can't, I can't believe I've actually got that many tips. <laughs> well, and, and, and honestly, Nick, we, we will continue to give you all kinds of credit and praise for it as long as it doesn't cost us money. Cause that's the important <laughs> thing. Thank you so very, very much. Uh, Nick Hall. Now, uh, like I was saying, there's, there's no G plus stuff this week and nothing really spectacular, uh, on Twitter, but we did get something, uh, in email <laughs> yes. and we, and, uh, we, we kind of talked about this earlier in the show, uh, oh God! I, what's his name? Mark Chapel. There we go. Almost lost Mark it. Chappell. Mark, Mark Chapel. We love Mark Chapel. We do. And Carl Madden, who we've we got lo- no idea who he is, but we no, do. but yeah, but and I guess have we ever had uh, have we ever had him on? Mark, I um, I don't. No, think no, we've no, had Carl. We've had Carl. Carl on. We have. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very recently, twice. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll have to look back through and see if I can find where those shows okay. were. Just to remind myself, you know, who he is and all that. Yeah, yeah, he's, uh, a with, short, he's a short bloke. Yeah, yeah, little guy. Uh, <laughs> they have combined their two podcasts. Uh, Mark had Rampant Mumblings and uh, The Essential Mac Show. And Carl had uh, The Mac and Force Show. They've kind of combined them. And they've created what is now the Essential Essential Apple podcast and it's basically it's everything if you listen to Mac and forth it's almost everything from there almost everything from the other two shows that that mark used to do and uh carl had contacted me and asked me to help them with uh a trailer that they did a trailer that they did would you like to hear the trailer that they did we'll only do it if they make sure that they do a trailer for us <laughs> well, they well, you know, John Nemo is on that show each week. All right, okay, let's listen to it. 
Okay. This is Mark Chappell of the Essential Mac and the Rampant Mumblings podcast. And this is Carl Madden of the Mac and Forth Show podcast. You know what, Carl? No, nope, never met him. But it's funny how many people ask. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, you know what we should do? Get better writers? Well, that goes about saying, no, I think we should merge. Excuse me? Rampant Mumblings, Essential Mac, Mac and Forth should merge. Sounds messy. No, 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 it'll be good. We can still have all the incisive news, views and opinions of Rampant Mumblings and Essential Mac along with... Well, whatever Mac and Forth has to offer. Hmm. Yeah. And what should we call this new monster? Uh, I mean, venture. Well, it's still essentially an apple-related show. So why not, how do you like those apples? Catchy. But does it essentially <laughs> sum up what an apple show should be about? All right. How about get your apples here, an apple a day, chatty apple, happy pie. Oh, oh, just apple. No, we essentially need something that is more apple-related. Monkey tennis. Huh? No, no, no. <laughs> we just need something essentially apple that lets Love people that. know we will essentially be discussing apple-related things. You knuckleheads, just call your new podcast the Essential Apple Podcast for when people have essentially run out of good podcasts to listen to. Should have gone with monkey tennis. <laughs> monkey tennis. Brilliant. Yeah, I think you're right, Mark. You should have gone with Monkey Teddy. Yeah, I, actually, and, you know, that is a, you know, if you and I ever break off from MyMac.com, that's what we should monkey, call our show. Monkey Tennis is a name that we could consider. Yeah. Yes, yes. It, it's on the short list of one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks thanks to uh, to Mark and Carl for saying that in, and of course to, to Carl for our filling in, especially lately. Uh, yes. All of the times that either Gaz or myself haven't been able to be on, uh, you know, thank you so very, very much, dude. Um, right. Gaz. Contact. Contact. Yeah. If people wanted to contact you, how would they do it? <laughs> what? <laughs> Is that a bit better? Than, that is better. better than, That's okay. better. If you would like to contact me, all you have to do is send an email to gaz at mymac.com. That's G-A-Z. Cars. At mymac.com. Or on the Twitters, you can contact me. Wait, Twitter. it's getting loud again. Can you turn it down a little more? All right. How about that? Is that better? Yeah, that is better. There is we that, go. Is that better? Good, right. Uh, you can also contact <laughs> me on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz. G-A-Z. Cars. M-A-Z. Cars. You can also contact both Guy and myself on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz. That's G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Cars. Z. Cars. Damn it. That's that's the end of it now because it's finished. Anyway, how would would people (laughs) contact you, uh, Lord, Lord Byron? Yeah, well, that would be Lord Byron at mymac. No, uh, you would contact me by sending an email to guy g u y at mymac.com, and you can also find me on the Twitters. Uh, no, my- no, it was a question. Why? Why oh. would people contact you? I mean, oh. Well, an email from Guy. Well, isn't that isn't that enough? Wouldn't that be yes. a, that? I mean, that's just extra added value to actually, actually get an email from me. Yes, yeah. it, it, yes. To receive, to receive, an email from God would be wonderful. <laughs> it would because guys, the one. Yeah, and one more. Yeah, that, that was it. <laughs> uh, you can also contact me on the Twitters. Yeah, good old guy, good old Charlie Brown. You can find uh, my Twitter handle. My Twitter handle. <laughs> Is 
Mac Parrot. And we also have a uh, Skype number, which you can reach by dialing outside of the United States, the number one or possibly plus one, area code 703-436-9501. That number again is outside of the U.S., either one or plus one, depending on how your country works its various telephone ways, 703-436-9501. We would love to hear from you. Um, I guess that's gonna about do it for this week. I have no idea how long the show is going to be. Um, no. it, yeah, it probably is going to be a little bit long. Our first section got a little bit nuts. <clears throat> so if you would like to contact us, please do so in all the various ways that I just said. So why am I saying it again? I don't mm-hmm. know. It was a stupid thing to do. Thank you also very much for downloading the show. We really, really do appreciate it for all the various reasons that you oh, may have. Four. Yeah. Four five. And for both reasons that you have for downloading the show, <laughs> you know, you like to laugh or someone is holding a gun to your head. You know, either uh, one yeah, of those yeah, are completely valid. Yeah. yeah. Either <laughs> way or your life so bad. You want to listen to us to cheer up because you know that our <laughs> life is so much worse. Yeah. Wow. Boy, that would be sad. <laughs> that would be very sad. But however, Gaz, I think. Do you? I do. Well, <laughs> not often and not well <laughs> is that what you think yeah not often and not well uh i think that we're good I enough yeah yeah gaz is smart enough you can tell from the hundreds of tips that he's given us over the years and doggone it people just like us technology sounds like i'm going for english hmm up a hoil, well, knee, wheeze perfect. As he <laughs> A-N's ward, saw it, it, soe nie, wheezy. Wait, that's wheezy. <laughs> wheezy. <laughs> Why so serious? Fit tea, niami. Say, person like apparent. I've got no idea. I've just got no idea. So all I'm going to send here, say here, is and it, this took Carl a couple of attempts actually. Really? Ready? Oh yeah, I remember that. But you'll get it right every time. And perfect. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can reach this and other great podcasts all on the Stoplight Network like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, the Club Podcast, the Let's Talk Podcasts, OWC Radio, the Deeper Look Podcast, and the Mac Gist. So um, last week, Carl mentioned that um, in the UK store, we've got some um, cheap movies like, you know, Block. Buster bargain bucket DVDs and yeah yeah and like box sets um, and talking about liver uh, face filters which we weren't <laughs> which we were which we well we were but we weren't I bought the Alien box set right mm-hmm. and in and in the Alien box set you get the extras feature on certainly on Alien it's probably got some extra features on the other films as well but I watched Alien again. 
um, which is the director's cut, uh, which I didn't see a great deal different from the original. But there you go. That's beside the point. But I've watched, been watching the extras piece, and the liver face filter is pertinent to that conversation oh, because yeah. in the. <laughs> In the film, when it falls off, it looks like a bit of a liver when you're in <laughs> it. But this app that obviously people will have probably heard in the show uh, doesn't give you a liver face. Definitely not. And why are we talking about liver face rather than live face, folks, is <laughs> probably because I spelled it wrong in the show notes. <laughs> and, and Guy said to me, Liver face filters? I've got to look at this app. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got to. I, I, I want some of that. So, you know, I, I, and I, after listening to the show last week, I think I figured out why you guys are getting like some of the the cheap video movies and, and TV shows and we aren't. Okay, go on. It's because Apple, and, and this really pisses me off, and it should piss you off too, is selling you guys used digital files and basically taking them from other places and, and you guys are getting the used ones instead of new ones. That's not nice, is it? No, that's terrible. Okay. I want, I want new. See over here in, in the good old U S we get the new digital. I can't even say this with a straight face, the new digital video files then. And they give like other countries the used ones. They're like, oh, well, somebody in Los Angeles already watched that movie. So uh, we'll send that same file that he's already watched over to somebody else for less money. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that works. Yeah. But when I buy it from Blockbuster, I know it's been used before. Well, yeah, but mostly just from the stains. <laughs> <laughs> Now, this is getting silly now. Can we start? Oh, yeah, yeah, because we're yeah. just now, never now, silly. Now, this, how weird is this? You're probably going to put that last bit at the end of the show, and we haven't started yet. So, right. yeah, Doctor Who time travel. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. It, it's just a question of which who is who. I don't know, actually. Well, there's been so many. Um, I Pertwee, that's me. Is that the I, guy with the curly hair? He had very curly hair, yeah, John Pertwee. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I like. Ha- I yeah, mean, and that had like the totally cheesy uh, uh, special effects. Yes, yes, completely. But he, he the Daleks, the Daleks looked like trash cans. The what? Can you say that again, please? The, the Daleks. What? The Daleks. You said Daleks. Oh, did I? You say <laughs> Daleks. <laughs> I say Daleks. That's what I heard. Okay, there's no R in it, but they're Daleks. Daleks. <laughs> but I thought I it was... said, there's no there's no R in it. <laughs> what did I say? No. You missed <laughs> completely, haven't you? <laughs> right. I was preempting you saying, but there's no R in it when I said they're called Daleks. Oh. But it's it's, it's but it's it's like D A H instead of D A R. It's D A L. I know Daleks, but the A, the, the, it's like a long A. It's not like Daleks <laughs> yeah, or, or or Daleks. It's, it's like Daleks. It's yes, yeah. that's right. So using that, can you say um, B-A-T-H for me then? As in Botch. Hold it. B-A-T-C-H? No, B-A-T-H. Oh, Bath. Bath. That's yeah. how you say Bath. 
But if I you just, go, but if you go to the north, <laughs> right? If you go to the north, don't do the long A. So say it again. Bath. Bam. Brilliant. Brilliant. See that? That's how they say it in New York. Bam. Yeah. Bam. And, and, Bam. And, they, they, and they put that little annoying sound in it. Bam. Bam. Whereas in in the south they go, I'm going to have a bath. A bath. See, they have the long A too. But it's a di- see, instead of ah, like, it's a. I I suppose it's not really very nice because in you know in the south or they possibly yeah. can say bath, but if you bath, then that's that's like throwing up, isn't it? So. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, because only only the proper people bath. <laughs> can we get? Oh, oh, I think I'm going to vomit. <laughs> oh, oh, if you're going to spew, spew over it. there. I do love your English accent. And they do it, they do it with their pinky up as their head is, is in the toilet. You know. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. <laughs> what? What? You vomited without your pinky up? Do, you do. <laughs> you're out of the country club. Just, uh, I'd say <laughs> to you, put your pinky away, please. Oh. <sighs> Well, I guess it depends on uh, how drunk you are. No one's listening to this. (laughs) Well, they will. They just won't understand any of it. But at the same time, how is that different from what we're doing? I'm not sure that I understand any. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. Okay. (laughs) Sometimes I I just get the sillies in me. Sometimes, Uh, really, just sometimes, and then I can't I I can't do anything else until it's gone. Yeah, because (sighs) until then. We are exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Can I go to the toilet? Yeah, yeah. My Mac Podcast six oh seven. No, Fifty three eras, but a phone ain't one. Oh, that was just freaking <laughs> awful. Oh my god. Guy's the one. I screwed up. Really? Yeah. Well, the whole thing. Oh, I barely heard that one. You'll need to turn that one up a little more. Yeah, that's the problem, you see. Some of them are are louder than others. This is supposed to be. Yeah, that's it. Uh, What's the name? I can't remember who did the song that the 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. No idea. Okay, well, that's kind of what this is supposed to be like. So, but I've never actually heard the song. I just know of it. So it's like, okay, well, how do I, how do I like imitate a song that I've never heard before because it's a genre of music I don't listen to in a podcast that most people listening to the title of the show won't get the reference either. <laughs> but you know what? That's not my problem. <laughs> they are go. All right, let me try again. And I'll just, I'll just, I'll just read it straight and, instead of trying to do something clever. Yeah, me, uh, me and clever, we don't get along. Not at all. 
stuff that they need to do. All right, so, so, so earlier on the Sunday is better for you anyway. Okay. Yes, yes. Well, I'll come back. And it, so are you are you okay around the one o'clock or would you prefer even earlier? Well, that that's up to you. Okay, I'll come back and confirm, but it'll, it'll definitely be early. It might be even earlier. Okay. Well, it's not like at eight o'clock in the morning your time because... That's, That's like, too early. Yeah, three, three in the morning. It's like, welcome to the <laughs> It's three in the morning. I've got gas. He's got coffee. He's awake. I'm not awake. <laughs> 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 yeah. 